that was like I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on like your coworkers or anything. I'm not really sure what your relation to it uh like really was. I just kind of assumed that like everybody that was there was kind of like working for that like production. No, honestly, it wasn't really like clear to me what was going on. Honestly, I mean, I knew Lexi, one of the mods because um I feel like in Clubhouse, it's, you know, she also works in social and I work in social. So we've like back channeled before, but I didn't really know many other people. And I just like messaged, you know, I back channeled her saying, oh, I saw this like interesting, like thought about, you know, pegging the patriarchy and how that's just completely ridiculous and how it just, you know, furthers those norms of like masculinity and penetration and power. And then she invited me up. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm involved. But I was also... it was halfway through the conversation like i think i joined like a full half hour in, so i don't even know the lead up of what you probably were listening to yeah um so okay uh since we're kind of coming in we are okay so good we're we're back in the conversation so for our listeners um this is uh how do you want to be introduced at home just pretend i came up with a better intro uh, than what you probably just heard and it's me your good old pal dr shagath ivy's here and we've got hey. hannah how do you hannah, hannah. hi nice that's to meet you i have no i have no i have a beep beep boop boop hannah that's it <laughs> okay <laughs> um all right, so uh, for context for the listeners, um, I had a like viral tweet like fucking, I don't know, four or five days ago. Um, all I did was I made a meme in like 10 seconds, uh, just a quick shit post, Mark Fisher, capitalist realism, blah, blah, AOC, tax the rich dress. Hey, this looks like the thing that, from the book that the guy was talking about. So I overlaid a text over, well, whatever, you can find it online. And the day after that had managed to land me a DM from Crane T Nelson asking if I wanted to come on a clubhouse show an app, like on the clubhouse app, which kind of doesn't really seem like it's that big. Um, personally, uh, not compared to what it, I guess used to be. I wasn't really sure, but I got invited onto a clubhouse show called main character of the day, uh, which was from what my impression was, supposed to be about was just a short like little mini show kind of asking me because I was the quote unquote main character um what it was like to go viral basically um and I didn't get asked any of those fucking questions (laughs) no (laughs) they talked about the goddamn dress shit for an hour and like 
my the meme that I made was literally like this shit doesn't matter. It's meaningless. It's it's entirely performative. Stop paying attention to it. Um about halfway on, uh, like they 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 kept wanting to talk about the the whole like dress and in this really weird way, they wanted to talk about like if it could have been like framed better or if the 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 advertising for it could have been better or maybe it was a more effective messaging. Uh, if she said you know sustainable fashion instead of like tax the rich, um, and I honestly felt like I was kind of like losing my mind. Um, until Hannah came on <laughs> because she seemed like the only person who was actually there who agreed with me. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was interesting because it was like you would say something and then someone else would just come in with with a thought. You could call it a thought, but I was like You could call it a thought. Be gone, thought You could call it a thought. And I mean I thought they, you know, people had interesting stuff to say for sure. But I was just like, why are you so focused on trying to basically you know turn activism into capitalism like i was just like why are we like why like you know what i mean like that's what the whole conversation felt like yeah it was the that's what the meme was about like hey guys you're commodifying and packaging ideas and selling them <laughs> and that's kind of a problem <laughs> yeah and they were like what if it but was how can we do it better <laughs> right right it it was, it was just, I thought it was, I just thought it was almost like, I don't want to call them old because old is the wrong word, but it just felt like the establishment that like completely lost, like it, it was almost proving your point. Like I, I just felt like I was in there and I was like, wait, like, do they know that they're just like repeating exactly the entire point here? me? <laughs> like I was a bit, but you know, it was interesting for sure. But yeah, but so you had a, like a couple of interesting questions that I really didn't actually get to fucking talk about because the like fashionistas or whatever that were there uh, just wanted to like kind of keep interrupting us and t like they just wanted to talk about the dress and the marketing and the, the phrasing. But I remember you asking me this kind of like interesting line of questioning about like what was even like kind of the thought process that that went in kind of behind any of this? Who thought that this was like really a good idea? Right, exactly. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was kind of funny was the the lady that designed the dress, like ultimately, like all of this does kind of still prove my point. Like the lady that designed the dress was, um, if I'm if I'm not misremembering, it has been a few days. Um, she's uh she's a, a portion of four. She's a designer, obviously, mm -hmm. um, and she works for a line whose goal is to um, try to like nicely persuade like corporations and like businesses to stock 15% of their like shelves or something like that with supplies and stock from uh, minority owned businesses. I honestly speaking lost my mind when I was watching that clip. Like, I was howling. Like, it's... I, I, I don't really know how else to put it, right? Like, what did you think of that? I, I honestly... So, I think, I think it boils down to two... And it, maybe it's not just a binary of two lines of thinking within activism, but I think what it ultimately boiled down to is there are people who believe that you can... That in order to change the system, you have to work within the system, and that means working within the capitalist structures, working within, 
you know, convincing businesses to stock 15% of their wares with BIPOC. Like, I think that there's that form of activism and that can be, you know, for different activism, like however, whatever, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not being smart right now, but you can have that. And then you have people. This is not a, trust me, this is not a smart show. (laughs) You can, you can have people who believe that you have to be inherently, like, I think Audre Lorde said the master's tools will not dismantle the master's house. Um, and I think that speaks to the other side of things, the other side who says, you know, you can't buy into this system in order to change the system. I think you pretty much said the same thing. Yeah. Um, that kind of seemed to be like it's a line of reasoning, yeah, but it doesn't. I don't think it's a pertinent line of reasoning against a uh, senator because by running for office, they're already you know like, all right, well, I'm on the side of work within the system, so you're just kind of beating a dead horse at that point because you know. Right, but like my whole point was like I wasn't really talking about AOC specifically. Like I was talking about like the really the entire situation, the entire situation was like so many like different layers of like repackaged and sold ideas. Yeah, I felt it, it was it was also the theme America, America, America. I think it was or Americana. American tradition. I believe. America, American tradition. America. I think it was Americana. America. Is it Americana? America. Okay. I believe so. Something like that. I mean, I understand the rationale for that theme, but I just felt like. In 2021, we're doing America. America. Like, it just overall everything. It it felt camp, even though it wasn't camp because of how ridiculous it seemed. Even even though I personally loved, I loved watching it because of course it's entertainment. I also was like, this. I don't understand why we picked this theme and like why. I don't know. It just it, all of it's camp. Yeah. So that was my yeah. take on. It. But yeah, I thought that clubhouse call was just. I mean, I liked it, but I thought. You didn't really get to speak a ton. That was also something I I noticed, even though you were the star. Well, I wouldn't call myself the fucking star. I'll be honest. the The whole premise for it seemed really kind of dumb to me. <laughs> like, it's not even really what the main character is is like on Twitter, right? Like, the main right. character is like some like idiot that fucked up in a really bad way, and like everybody just kind of like pulls together and laughs them off the platform, <laughs> like. Like Bean Dad or the lady, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I mean that's like a that's a level you could aspire to be on. Um, uh, I don't think I, I don't <laughs> think I want to aspire to that. No, right? No, but like the because like I didn't I felt bad because like I didn't want to I didn't want to shit on anybody like too hard because I recognize. Uh, Crank T. Nelson, like he's a poster, or at least used to be, right? So it's like game recognized game, right? Like one of us fucking made it out, got a job off of all this shit. So like, you know, I don't want to fucking like torpedo it for him just because like he decided to pick me as <laughs> somebody that thought the whole thing was really goddamn dumb <laughs> to, to be a guest. But uh, like the fact that they focused on the Met Gala aspect. And your point was like, I think that was the driving point is they focused on the Met Gala and your whole post was like, not to focus on the Met Gala. You know, it was like, it was just like, it's rich people shit. It's like you said, it's entertainment, right? It's like, like, realistically speaking, it has no effect on like, like most people's lives. It doesn't have an effect on rich people's lives. It's just one night where they put on some fancy clothes and they go out and have a party and 
People take pictures. It's it's a fashion designer's night, and the rich people yeah. are just there to wear the fashion. Yeah, right. that's why. Like, um... it's, it's always been on a, an online fun event. But as we talked about the other day on uh, Ain't Shit Show, which Ivy edits, which you should listen to. <laughs> Not you specifically, Hannah. We're talking to yeah. the listeners, well, yeah, I mean, all of too. the listeners. It's a good show. But, like that, um, yeah, it, it is a good show. <laughs> I will listen. The, the discourse disease where everything has to be like, ah, we're talking about this thing, but how can I tie it into my deeply held hell beliefs hell. upon everything instead of <laughs> just the classical way to deal with the Met Gala is to kind of point like, ah, that, that one looks stupid. That one looks pretty good. That's mm -hmm. wild. Ace yeah. Rocky's wearing a quilt. Great. <laughs> yeah. That's Gala why, dude, fantastic. that's why I thought his quilt was so fantastic. cool. Yeah. Like, his quilt was legitimately cool, and I was so fucked up that, like, none of the people on the clubhouse call seemed to agree with me. They were like, oh, it's like a bowl of Captain Crunch. I'm like, that's not fucking Americana. It did Americana. look like a bowl of Captain Crunch, but it, that's a cool Okay, sure, but, like, if we're, if we're gonna, like, Wrapping tie it into in the like theme, it looks like a quilt. Eating a bowl of Captain Crunch, like, while you watch your Saturday morning cartoons, is a form of Americana. Americana America. is just like rustic old bars and deer antlers hanging on the wall and racism. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, that was kind of my point, though, is like what it oh, reminded yeah, yeah, me yeah. of was like, uh, like, you know, like, because I come from a really rural area and like every Tuesday morning, like without fail, the old ladies at church would gather and they would do knitting. They would knit at church and that was their social club for the week. Mm -hmm. And like that's that's what it reminded me of was like the fucking quilts that they would make. And then I learned that like ASAP Rocky came from like bumfuck nowhere, Florida. I'm like, okay, like he probably kind of had something like that going or at least like had that in his life. I was like, that's cool. That's art. I feel like that's 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 there's something cool there. The AOC dress was like it didn't it didn't fit really good. It kind of just looked like a wedding dress that had some paint on the back of it. <laughs> Honestly, though, and here's my thing about the AOC dress, and you can, like, tear me to pieces if you want. It's fine. I, I have I have thin skin, but I'll grow it back. Um, <laughs> I feel like with AOC, if she had gone and she hadn't done some sort of very easily consumable statement like that, because it's pretty easily to consume. You're like, okay, tax the rich. Like, you know, it, I can read it. I understand it. I feel like she would have been torn to shreds, shreds for buying into it. But I also think that maybe she shouldn't have gone. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was a damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. And, like, if she had gone and anything else that wasn't so openly tied to her brand of, I think, taxing the rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think. Right. Yeah, no, I do. And I agree. Um, because, like, I think that was kind of like what, because I really kind of started digging into it a little bit more. Like, AOC's a fucking celebrity politician. Like, people are gonna, like, tear into her one way or the other regardless of what she does. It, it, none of this was, like, I think genuinely speaking, I don't think she had that much of a choice, like, of anything she did in this situation. She could have gone or she could have not gone, and that's, like, the extent of, like, her choices, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 100%, I agree. But I no. think, but, I like, I think that, like, that's a consequence of, like, basically like you know like sudden like instagram like style fame which is kind of thrust on people but also kind of like you have to play into that really hard as well mm -hmm. like you kind of have to like also engage with that so i think she games she games her fame obviously because she has to she's a politician Right? right. Like you use whatever tools you have at your disposal to like get reelected and shit. 
That's just what politicians do. <laughs> like, I don't expect her to do anything different in these circumstances. I just thought, like, the whole thing was, like, kind of funny, like, because I felt like people were ascribing it a lot more meaning than they should have. Yes, I agree. And I think I think that she was making a statement, but it was one we hadn't heard before. And it was also, like, I I don't know. I I don't think it was... I think it very much reminded me of like the the pussy hat like whatever those are like the the hats at the women's march. Yeah, I know it's a pussy hat. It's like it's like that type of I don't know, like I feel like everyone was like rallying around it on my feed for a while being like, "Oh, this is awesome." Like, you know, she's showing like Chris Kardashian who's boss and I'm like uh, like yes, but also what is this actually doing to the protesters who are arrested? What was it like 15 minutes before like right like weren't there like protesters outside yeah like, the- there was like a big protest outside the Met Gala right and so it's like maybe what AOC not to of course it's always hindsight 2020 and you know maybe she had no idea what was happening but like it would have been great to see I think the activism that we you know sometimes see from AOC I think it's mixed it's like I do think that she's on the ground and like doing great things but then also she is on the ground a lot she's like constantly going to like fucking union drives and like picket lines and shit but like you don't hear about those kinds of things because specifically because like they're not marketable they're not really like it just it looks like you know she's just like it I don't know what it looks like under like a capitalist structure because it doesn't look like anything that really can be sold right yeah yeah but that's that's what it was just to me. It was like, okay, you're you're wearing a dress with tax the rich, but like protesters are being arrested outside, and like it would have been more powerful, I think, for you to go and like stand with them. But also, again, hindsight twenty twenty. But it's like, what does protest look like, and what is effective forms of protest? And again, like, can you protest within a system and like not buy into it? Like, I mean, you think about like you know Ben Shapiro. Yeah, like. That was one of the the things that really threw me off, like later in that, like that whole like uh, clubhouse call was like there were there was like a legitimate discussion going on between these guys of like whether or not it was too much, like too strong of a messaging or like maybe AOC is too woke or like maybe AOC, this is like a case of AOC needs to stay in her lane or like, like them, like these are like legit, like, like I'm paraphrasing, but like also quoting like (laughs) Things like oh, from that conversation is there like, for her to stay in. It's the Met Gala. She's a she's a theater kid. She she wants to go out and put on a fancy dress and look exactly. glamorous. All theater kids love that shit. Exactly. Her dress was tacky and pedestrian. But I mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 it's like I, we talked about it on the ancient show too. But the whole fucking I don't give a shit about AOC. She's some politician <laughs> that doesn't represent me from some state I don't live in. She's all over the media i know there's a lot of weird the 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 whole conversation against aoc is framed by right-wingers pretending to be left-wingers who successfully exploit the uh, misogyny they've identified amongst the left and i'd love to meet that evil genius one day but i mean it's it's just all this i mean ultimately just comes down she's just i mean she's a politician but she's still a person her every move doesn't have to be like well you know should she have done this she just went out for dinner and wore a stupid ass dress yeah but because of fucking internet and and because of who aoc represents which is to say not 
titty Bernie, not dream girlfriend, not fucking everything that that every leftoid on the fucking Twitter sphere and politosphere thinks they're entitled to. Uh, yeah. Because they want to get in this weird area where they 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 don't know if they're fucking anarchists or fucking authoritarians half the time. So, oh exactly. yeah, she's on our side, but she's not on our side. Yeah, bleh, bleh, bleh. Sorry, I'm not particularly <laughs> eloquent today. I thought that was very no. eloquent. Oh, that summed you. it up basically. <laughs> like, I guess she has to. Like, she's also a celebrity politician, but she's the first like attractive young lady celebrity politician in the social media hyper discourse era and the old tricks won't work and she's hyper scrutinized and she's kind of a lame lib but i mean she's no pelosi or anything yeah she's not as bad as the rest of the fucking ghouls she's ridiculously over scrutinized to the point where i just kind of ignore her because I don't know. I reckon I got a pretty good beat on what she is and what she's going to do. And she's going to let people down. She'll do some good shit. And she's a politician. She's she's an okay politician. She's not outwardly, like, malevolent. She's not, like, trying to fucking, like, rip funding away from, like, school teachers or anything. Like, so, like, she's better than most of them in there, I would say. That's about all you can ask for. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I am an AOC fan at the end of the day, if if I had to be fans of politicians, because the rest of them are just atrocious. It's like, obviously, she's not perfect. There's, I think there's so much, you can have your criticisms of her, and I think people should continue to criticize her, because when you have, like, so, you know, when politicians become celebrities and idols, and you don't criticize them, then that's when they start to go bad. But I just... She could be better. I do think she's better than a lot of the people in, in politics right now. That's what I will say. Well above par. I mean, I'd take a few more of her over most of the other options. Right. Like, my my congressman sucks shit, you know? I'd rather have somebody that's more like AOC, but that's the extent of which, like, I really care. Like, the, the, the United States political system is going to keep chugging along regardless of any of our inputs. 100%. And what I think about AOC in terms of what impact she could have had, whether it's with the Met Gala dress or with, you know, any of her more, I think, like publicity oriented stunts where I think she's creating a brand around, you know, her, her form of active, her brand of activism, I guess, um, is that hopefully she's like creating, you know, a future for more progressive politics to come into the forefront and hopefully, you know, encouraging, a younger generation to get involved politically because it's something that's, you know, on their home screens and like directly affects them more. I think it, I just, I just hope that we can get more of those like progressive politicians in office and have more AOCs or even like further, further down the line AOCs, you know, better than, um, that's my, that's my hope is that she's opening doors and it's not just like the buck stops here, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I thought at the end of that clubhouse call, I don't even know if they were shit posting or not, but those guys where they were like, nothing is real. I'm like, yes, that's so true. I was just confused at the very end what was happening. I, I was- like, to be, to be quite honest and frank with you, I felt like my brain had melted out of my ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I had yeah. always known that this kind of person, like, to, like, to, to put it bluntly, like a, like a, a media ghoul basically (laughs) right like you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. it's like people who like their entire identity is trying to constantly like frame 
all of like their actions and their thoughts and their beliefs through what would be like marketable or like acceptable according to their belief system, basically. Hundred percent. Or their uh-huh. their aesthetic, their aesthetic belief system, right? Yeah. Like when fucking uh, that was it that guy John Pierre. Um, earlier in the call, when they first had started Turk talking about the the peg the patriarchy vest, and like mentioned that it was trademarked, and I started like howling and like losing my mind. I could not um, believe that. Back <laughs> I, I could not. Believe um, like that dude straight up like said basically like to my face that I needed to like let this say whatever bullshit she wanted because she's a and i'm pretty sure i had already mentioned that i was a trans girl like twice up into that point it kind of felt to me like the implication there was like you know you fall into this same like group so you should like believe the same things almost maybe that's kind of a stretch but i took it as like this this person is a and thus those markers of identity make their opinion more legitimate and we should agree with them you know what i mean like yeah but see i i like i i feel like i equally disagree with that statement too right like just because you like have like certain like minority groups that you fall into doesn't like change the fact that like you could still be an absolute fucking dumbass right like and i'm saying this as somebody who is stupid as hell <laughs> like, <laughs> like, i do not expect anybody to like take what i have to say at face value just because of like who i am like listen to what i say make your own judgments based on like the content of what i'm talking about not like you know oh i have like tits and a dick and this gives me you know xyz credibilities like right, right. no but i think that that's that's the card that was thrown i mean i totally don't want to speak for you and I think you know your read on it I was like oh calling you in is like oh you should relate um and that's why you should agree I saw it as more of like a trump card of like oh like you know what I mean I saw I saw I saw it was more of like identity politics as opposed to yeah yeah that's kind of like w- the way I was seeing it because it kind of it started getting brought up immediately after I laughed at it and said that it was absolutely meaningless Right, right. But these signifiers, uh, <laughs> I don't understand. I, I don't understand either, but honestly, it was just because he was also <laughs> trying to save face and like I'd, I'd, I'd come up without realizing that he was on the side of like that peg the patriot. Like he liked that phrase. I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever read. And I was like, just because you're a queer person who's, who's trademarked, it doesn't mean... That it's not trademark, son of a fucking bitch. I just can't believe. <laughs> How can you trademark shit that's on the the fucking a pile of buttons in a jar in a lesbian anarchist knitting circle? That's so true, bestie. That's so true. I'm trying to like pin down exactly like where you'd find a button that says "Peg the Patriarchy." I mean, like, I mean, like, it's a joke, but like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I guarantee you I've seen that phrase like fucking four different times made by four different people like in the two years that I was like a transfer student in college. It's like a queer version of like, uh, uh, or it's like a 
a feminist whatever they're going for their version i'm not even like, sure it's yo, feminist at this point. i laugh like at it's... you you laugh at me because i'm different i laugh at you because you're all the same it's that level of slogan here yeah 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 it's 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 like extremely like vapid and surface level it's like that's lame that's not shocking if you really want to shock with that like sentiment just like go whole hog get a shirt that says like butt rape the patriarchy put on, put on a strap on and walk walk the carpet like <laughs> yeah like so you really want to make a statement like about that is you grab you grab a what's his name that british guy the 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 Piers, what's his name? Piers Morgan. Oh, James Corden. The James, James Corden. James well, Corden. same, same guy, basically. You put, you really. Put a shirt on him that says the patriarchy. Grab him. Hold him down. <laughs> right. Right. No. That... Yeah. I, I, no, no. I think, I think we got the picture on that one. To me, to me, it was kind of what i said earlier about like the the pink pussy hats it's just like another iteration of white feminism in my mind i'm like you like the the idea of saying peg the patriarchy i'm just like okay you're playing into those same like gender roles like you're implying like it just it doesn't it doesn't do it for me it felt like it was coloring in the lines it felt right. like it was the same kind of coloring in the lines that like the tax the rich dress basically exactly was. exactly where i i still like the tax the rich dress just slightly better because also for me i felt like peg the patriarchy just had that inherent like violence to it you know i just didn't i just didn't i just didn't vibe with it i was just like this this is like this is like a t-shirt that says the future is female except it's 2021 you know like you think you're doing something by saying like, oh, you're going to peg the patriarchy, like, oh, you're so edgy because you know what pegging is. Like, I don't know. I was just like, it's it's a reach for me. It was, again, sending a signal of like, oh, like, I'm such a like a cool, like woke feminist. And I was, I don't know. It just, it, it I don't know what the right word is, but. Virtue, virtue signaling. 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 Virtue, yes. Virtue signaling. It was literally virtue signaling. <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah. actually, it's trying to be like debauchery signaling, really, if you're going for well, virtue, the virtue signaling, if you value virtue, uh, debauchery is a virtue. I don't even know if that counts. It's like, a, I don't know what it's signaling, but it's not virtue. It's, uh, it's, it's broadcasting. It's you're driving it's in the car to... and you, you put the little clicker on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's dialogue tree stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's me. It's, it's not only meaningless, but it also furthers in my mind the same exact things that like the patriarchy reinforces you know so it's yeah. du double bad i just hated it i have a very strong opinion yeah, was... the master's ass with the master strap on yeah i i think i think if i think if kara had worn a strap on that would have been better i would have loved he had worn a strap on it would have been better oh my god can you imagine like Jesus. what Fox News would have said well, that would have been really good actually they would have had to like blur out like part of the dress See that would have that would have like left people kind of wondering. Oh gosh, did it say something worse on the front? Like maybe there's it's even more risque. Maybe something, you know, people what, really what dig if into this. This has said peg the rich. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like that combination. Peg the rich and tax the I patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Well, the point in the, the yeah, it's still all meaningless. <laughs> None yeah, of that shit means anything. AOC's, AOC's dress get better, gets better, and the other one doesn't get any worse. It's a, it's a win win. That's true.
She should have worn a, a two strap-ons. I think if she wore a strap-on in the back, I think that would have been good, too. As I was going to say. should have had a strap-on, and she should have had the strap-on. I'm talking open carry at the Met Gala next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw what Grimes did, right? With the sword? Yeah. That, that was so lame. <laughs> I Well, I saw a TikTok today from some fashion influencer or whatever. He's great. Wisdom, I think, on TikTok with a zero. And he was like, this was the most American thing American. to bring a weapon to an event that did not need one. <laughs> and I, I was like, so true. Talk about the metallurgy behind guns versus swords. And it, basically like a flea market katana could cut that thing in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grimes. So, yeah, it's Grimes. You know. Yeah, she probably chanted and got a moon rock in the middle or something. Mm, she she's an interesting one for she sure. Did you see her um, video on how AI will be the future of communism or something? <laughs> I, okay, here I don't think she's wrong. Actually, I think, uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty wackadoodle in my politics. It's like, you know, the problem with all this shit is humans. What if we got the human influence out of it? And kind of maybe but, got the humans out of everything eventually. But, but, but who designs the AI? You know? Like, More AI. Actually, see, the, the scary part is when it starts designing itself. That's the right. exciting thing. That's just, when yeah. the brakes go off. Well, that's when it, that's when it becomes fully automated. So right. we get the fully automated part. I just, I think, I just, my, my issue with that whole thing is, like, I think, at least right now, like, everything that's obviously built, like, this technology that we think is so unbiased, is, like, all made by, like, a bunch of, like, white guys in, forget. The area where tech is. But, like, you know what I mean. Silicon like, Valley. Silicon Valley, that's, that's the word. But, like, you know, it's, it's all, it's San all. San Francisco. Right. It's all. Uh, biased already even though we like to think of AI as this like impartial entity and so I just I don't know I thought I thought it was maybe in the future I want to become self self created potentially but right now I think people put too much faith in technology as this like unbiased mediator and it's like it's not and it's not going to be unbiased. I don't think it's going to be pleasant for a lot of people initial no. <laughs> yeah so yeah don't don't take what shogs is saying like the wrong way he doesn't think this is a good thing that it's happening he just thinks that think it's it, I, going I to happen my, i try right. to get my human level value judgments out of things in as much as i can yeah. <laughs> very yeah. alienating but yeah i'm trying to think because i wasn't there for that first half of the conversation but i'm trying to think of any other questions i know i asked or I, i'm trying to remember like because we had like some good conversations, and then like someone else came up on stage, and it just evolved. But yeah, it was uh, it was that John Pierre motherfucker again. Um, <laughs> quoting McLuhan like comms one hundred and one, loved it, loved it. Ironically, I, 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 I missed a lot of it. I was out, you know, touching grass, so I, I didn't catch all of it. But I did listen to part of it while I was waiting for a ride. And then I listened to part of it when I got home, and I, I heard maybe like 15 minutes of it, and was like, these guys are dumb shits. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> what a yeah, waste like, of my wonderful Ivy's time. But I, I'm just, I'm just mad they didn't ask me about me like they were supposed to. 
the thing. Fucking, like, I had no AT idea. Nelson sent me over a whole list of questions, like basic prep questions to prep for, and like I think I got asked one of them. That, I mean, you're the mysterious professor. Here. Oh yeah, the mis- oh my god. Mm-hmm. What? Dude. What is that? whole thing about the mysteriousness part like I think what it's is- because i have a question mark for like face for an avatar i think that's all it means like i had like i because i didn't go through the fucking quote tweets or anything like i muted that thing when it hit like 15k because i was going to bed and i like mute every time i get a viral and i'm going to bed because like i'm not going to be awake so i'm going to miss like notifications from my friends and shit who are the only actual people i care about on twitter like when one of them has a fucking joke or something or they tag me in like a a friday or a monday or whatever fucking like day of the week thread it is like i don't want to miss that shit that's the good part of twitter i had friends that crawled through the fucking quote tweets like fucking like basically self-harming um and like found that there were a bunch of people that seemed to think that i was like i was black because like my post had come out of black twitter um there were a bunch of people who uh said that i was uh like a like a, a not just like trans but a black trans urbanite um or an urbanite in general um and i've like I don't think I've been in a city since I was like, like a real city since I was like fucking like eight years old or something. Like I live, I live out deep in the mountains. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I like I post pictures of like a frog I found on like my walk when I was like taking the dog out that night. That's like I don't I don't like ha- I'm in half of like I have an arm or a leg and like half the photos that I take. Like I'm. I'm just a, a like a regular fucking white person. Like, there's nothing special about me. But like, you're so mysterious. So yeah, but I'm so mysterious. One of our friends, your your post came up in their uh their leftoid Slack for work, which is just a hilarious concept considering where he works. It wasn't their leftoid Slack. It was their their Slack at work, and they kept getting asked about it because they're the only one that's like... Oh, he said they had like a left chat one. I thought he, I thought he was saying that like they kept asking him about it because he was the only one that's actually read leftist theory that they knew. Well, yeah, that too, but also why is she attacking UFC? She's black and trans. I just, I, I just can't... Oh my God, yeah, that was so fucking funny, dude. Like, like some of these people, like... This is like the kind of brain I think that I was like really got like a firsthand exposure to during the clubhouse was just like like people legitimately thinking like, but this is the person that AOC is fighting for. Why is she criticizing her? Like I I wasn't. I wasn't. You weren't, but also like no one is above criticism. And that's the whole point. Like I'm if you criticism. Oh, okay. Well, okay. It's because you're mysterious. I mean, get that. Right, right. No, no. It's <laughs> no, it's because I'm like an arrogant asshole. <laughs> and I'm not going to listen to it most of the time. No, I saw, I saw, was it, was it Vosh or Vosh? I forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. The first two are definitely correct. We're keeping those in. <laughs> Vosh. Um, <laughs> Uh, I I saw I saw, I think I was reading I was just I was working but I saw I actually turned your post your t- your tweet notifications on because they think you're cool. Um, Thanks. And I, I saw that I that, that. you had, <laughs> had replied to someone being like who 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 is this and I don't give a fuck. You're just like I don't, <laughs> I don't care. It was funny. It was when they tried to tag in Jimmy Dore and you're like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, that was no joke. The second fucking reply to my like my initial post, I was like, "Get out of the fucking thread. This is not for you, my man." Like, 
<laughs> like people like Jimmy Dore have a brain the size of like a fucking like a uh, bottle cap. You know what I mean? Like they're not smart people. <laughs> they're just stupid. They're just more fucking media ghouls. Basically, it's what all like what most fucking political streamers and like fucking like political YouTubers and shit like that are. They're just like fucking. They're just media people. Like so much, like the now you're having media that's just created, but you're having podcasts made by people who listen to well, who just listen to other podcasts, and it just becomes this stack where oh my god, yeah, you, you it's recursive. The, day, the the uh, yeah the the dialogue tree now it's an Ouroboros of takes nested dialogue trees inside the dialogue trees, and you know eventually we do this enough, we'll add up to a whole person in about fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> What a vision. That is Americana. America! That's Americana. Americana is the last robot singing a sad country song about how he feels bad that he had to kill the last human. <laughs> Why am I mentioning Wally? <laughs> Wally with a real, gun. The real Wally. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Wally with like a, like a synthetic prosthetic hand just holding a fucking like 1838 Smith & Wesson <laughs> smoke coming out of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah i just i just to, to your earlier point i think when you're saying like when people are oh but why are you criticizing aoc if like she's one of the you know types of you know people i guess that she's fighting for within her own you know district and beyond um well, I, I guess AOC. i just i think like the the the, the idea of again like not criticizing any politician or really anyone will just like lead you to the same behavior that we criticize the too Deleuzean, but it's just the kind of edipalization where of the, under capitalism of how this all works is for yeah. the whole social system to work. AOC is either your good mommy or your bad mommy. Yeah. But and... it's all parasocial is the thing. Like we're yeah. so like degraded as like people because of like just decades of like sucking up like the slot basically that like we're fed on like fucking TV and now the internet. Like it's just you, you get to where you just don't have a, like a fucking brain that you can use on your own anymore. Yeah. Well, that's facts. Again, when when you when you can't critically reflect on something or, or on a person or an entity or an institution, whatever it is that you also support, then like you said, you can't really form your own thoughts because then it just becomes about fandom. Yeah, the fa everything's just turning into fandom is one of the our show's central theses. No, that's so true. Politics because it's just fan -wank. Even fucking like the internet itself is like being absorbed under a website called fandom. Like, try finding information about any fucking, like, video game or TV show or, like, fucking book or whatever the fuck that you, like, want to learn more about without it being on, like, a fandom brand, uh, like, Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. I think fandoms are the future, honestly. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but we're about <laughs> it's a bad thing. But, like, I, I, don't, I don't have a full informed thought on that yet, so I'm not going to say anything. Um, but what I will say is, yeah, I totally agree, I think fandoms are also just a way to like create community so like super powerful for good or for bad the future will be fandomized an ai that's created by a team of ai that are fans of making ai yeah 
excited for the squad version of the final fantasy seven house Ooh. where like a bunch of like you know soul bonders and other kin but like i am i am actually a different incarnation of aoc and this is my my girlfriend she's an <laughs> incarnation of yelan omar and yeah uh, everything or or i don't know everything repeats it's all it's all chris chan it's all quickville we 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 uh due to my moving situation we didn't get a chris chan episode in but I think we can cover that still. Not think we can get, we can get that one. I'm Jewish, so don't invite me to that one. Okay. <laughs> My girlfriend's Jewish. I, she she has oh. to deal with Christian Chan stuff <laughs> from me. Um. Yeah. I do yeah. know that the Talmud does speak out against Christian, and the, the righteous man doesn't really traffic and. I honestly, I'm a bad, I'm a bad Jew. I don't really know anything about it. I just like throwing out that I'm Jewish. Feels like it gives me some clout. (laughs) As I understand, that's what you're supposed to do with it, anyways. Right, right. It's really a guilting mechanism, like Jewish guilt. Yeah, a lot of Jews because Jews always make sure to tell you that they're Jews. Exactly. Historically, maybe not the best method. No, considering how many people tend to come after you eventually, it's like, oh yeah, forgetting the Jews. Yeah, we know who they all are. They won't shut up about it. <laughs> no, you're so right. Maybe we should go into hiding. We're not being very smart. We just, you know, half mention it half the amount of time, <laughs> twice a week. Mm, mm, they'll come for. I think I live in like a little bit of a bubble because I don't face a ton of anti-Semitism where I live. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely could could come i feel like also with like online doxing and stuff i try not to like talk about actually no i just made a tweet about yom kippur today never mind forget it i'm gonna be i'm gonna be found <laughs> never mind i'm waffling back and forth on how bad i think it's gonna be when the right really kind of hits hard in a few years but i don't know I'm, i try not to make short-term projections no i think I'm that's i think that's the- pretty insightful though i do i do agree with you i do think it's coming but but then Joe Biden's I hate to you know I'm about to lose subscribers but I don't think Joe Biden's been the worst president that's been alive during my lifetime so no I think like 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 categorically speaking I think he's probably like you know I I know we're we're fairly like young we're not we're not particularly old people but uh like I think he's probably the best president I've ever had just because he's the only one that hasn't like. He's the only one that's actually gotten us out of a war instead of starting one. I have never seen that happen in my life. I've, yeah, I can't say I've ever actually like witnessed that before. Like even fucking like Clinton when I was like a a baby, like still did what was it fucking Serbia or something or Kosovo or I don't know. Mhm. Mhm. I also feel like um with oh I don't want to like repeat everything that people have already heard of like with Obama and like the drone strikes and I just think that so far Biden has been oh, pretty Oh yeah pretty not not bad not not horrible he probably could have not tarnished his image quite so much by immediately blowing up that family um, right when pulling right. out of afghanistan but right. you know i guess the moral of the story is is you can't you can't make a clean break you know you gotta like the the generals they wanted something and they needed blood and they needed to be sated so Mm. I guess it was a small price to pay. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. I think we're at like, yeah, we're like at about 51 minutes. 
Yeah. I have um I have my boyfriend sitting in the corner with his with the freshly rolled J. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. You can just edit that out if need be, but you're fine. Oh, we <laughs> it's up to you. Like if you want that edited out, we'll edit it out, out for you. No, hopefully no one knows who I am. Hopefully I'm just a faceless Hannah. So, you know, that's fine. You can keep it in. You can I it give it means I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool. But right, no, I'm well, kidding. thank you. <laughs> Me too. Um, but no, it was it was great joining this this talk. I feel like I learned I feel like my brain didn't end in rot, you know? Yeah. I'm really <laughs> sorry for that, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not I'm like I am genuinely fucking terrible at remembering people's names unless I absolutely fucking hate them or I've like my I've been like in a relationship or known them for five years. Like I could have probably portrayed that a little bit better, but no, I oh no. I apologize for that, but you don't because I was prepared to be fully I started reading it. It was like I had turned your notifications on right when the call ended because I was like, oh, I, this, you know, this girl's cool. Like I want to keep keep seeing the tweets. Um and then I got that notification. I started reading and I was like, oh, I'm about to be dragged to filth. And no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, but at least I'm the one nervous sounding girl. Like at least like, I'm not like the others. I'm different. You know, I'm nervous. Um, but no, I thought it was hilarious. I actually really quick, I and, you know, I, maybe I just don't know enough about internet. I want to ask you, what is blackpilling? So blackpilled is essentially like it's nihilism, basically. It's it's nihilist. Um, it's a kind of like um, an extension of, do you know what the term red pilling is? Yes. That's when okay. like it's yeah, it's it's an extension of that. What if the pill was black and there was actually no hope whatsoever? You mm. know, doomer shit. Right. For like incels who like given up on like PUA type methods and were just like, no, my my forehead to eyebrow ridge ratio will never be perfect. I'm yeah. beta forever. <laughs> That's what that I was, meant like when I said kind it of, was it's kind of expanded. To just be a general, like, oh, no, it's all fucked, dude. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> and that's, well, like, not... what I meant when I said that it was, like, one of the most hilarious and blackpilling, like, things I've ever, like, been a part of. Because I felt like I genuinely, like, couldn't actually stop laughing because it was so fucking dark. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I wanted to die when I was in that call. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Right. I understand. <laughs> Connecting the dots. I'm I'm linking the message to the medium. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to know because I like looked up an article and then I was reading about incels and I was like, are you and I was no, I was just Yeah, no. The the terminology for like things online usually far outpaces like the actual like in depth uh like articles that can get written about mm-hmm. them. Most of the time the only times they find like articles that are actually like written about like current like internet topics or trends are by essentially like crazy online bloggers. Right. Who are like yeah. really like hyper in tune with this kind of stuff. And most of them are pretty cool. They're insane, but they're cool. Yeah. I was just reading it and I was I was very confused so I wanted to ask. But um yeah. thank you. Yeah. I don't know how to end end my role in this do you have anything you want to plug um please do not try to find me on the internet because i will block you so i plug nothing (laughs) absolutely nothing i'm plugging my anonymity (laughs) do not find me (laughs) do not 
find me. I don't wish to be perceived by any of you. Thank you. <laughs> but um, oh, I'll plug your podcast, please. I will. I am now a listener for now and forever, and y'all seem like great people. So I'm gonna plug this podcast. It was, this is awesome. Right. The podcast so if all of our listeners of Homo Vulgaris, please continue to listen to Homo Vulgaris. Uh, subscribe to us on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hvulgaris. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Getter. And you can follow Dr. Shoggoth at Terminal underscore Ligma. Um, I think we're also going to try streaming soon, so you can follow me also at twitch.tv slash Professor Getter. I don't think he has a Twitch set up yet. I'm not sure. Do you? Vulgaris, Twitch that exists. <laughs> I've heard that there's we'll been something up. I've heard there's major doxing on, on Twitch, so just be careful, you know? You can mail me letters at 14 Branchland Court, <laughs> Rutgersville, Virginia. Yeah. Up the right. code on your own. Come fight me. Fight me in real life. I have a gun. <laughs> I have a sword. I'm not telling you what I have, but show up and you'll find out. <laughs>
Facts are late, facts all come with points of view Facts don't do what I want them to do 